Welcome to the Free Game Podcast. My name is Brian Andre. I got the homegirl, Travi, in the building. What's good? And I got the super producer, the multi-platinum producer, the big homie, Will Power in the building. What up, homeboy? What up, man? <laughs> Boy, I listen, I live for that intro, bro. Yes, sir. Big homie. Like, that's, that's it's a blessing thing. to be here, man. You feel what I'm saying? Like I, need, I need to step that intro up, though. I need to get some Grammys and something else going on so we can be like, you That's know. what we were talking about, man. We were just having a heated discussion before the thing wrote right. about getting you in that position right, right, certain right. things need to be done it wasn't yep. he, you was cussing my ass out that's what he was doing over here like shining on me really i'm just good. saying man because he just told me he, he you knew somebody was talking about I'm like yeah man i, I was yeah know? g, g Perico, we yeah. was talking about yeah that's the homie man. we're gonna jump ahead we, i was gonna mention that on my nah, little segment my new segment we're gonna do <laughs> yeah but anyway we'll get there welcome to the podcast y'all you know what i'm saying we here yeah. in the building our second week with travi how hey you doing guys i'm good i'm just excited for what we have going on here. It's a lot of good music out, a lot of dope producers out, and I don't even know where to start, but I'm excited. Have you listened to the podcast last week? Yes, I've been listening what to all about, kind of stuff. Think about yourself. Everything. On a, uh... I thought it was it was dope, and I also listened to actually the first first episode that wow. you guys did well, number one, funny. asking yeah. you all kind of stuff like that <laughs> was dope, and like his like whole life story and. I thought that was really dope. Um, and yes, yeah, so I've just been and telling everybody about it, you know. Dope, we appreciate it. Well, welcome to the show. And yeah. so we I've been keeping up with you online. I saw you were really busy this weekend. Looks like you like kind of released a, a clothing line or something. Yeah. What, what, tell us about that. What was up yeah, with you? So I have an online clothing collection called The Nude Apparel. Mm -hmm. And it's 70s, 80s, and 90s inspired um, clothing. I also have some promo t-shirts. I like to... My favorite thing to wear is um, like hip hop tees. So mm. I kind of incorporated that in there as well. So just so my life is more cohesive. Super dope. <laughs> I love fashion. I love music. So Super nice. check that out. Yeah, out. yeah that's yeah. it. It's called The Nude Apparel, guys. Yeah. So is there a website? Yeah, thenudeapparel.com. There it is. That works. Yep. Bing. Seven days a week. Lit. B, what's up with you this week, man? I'm just here, man, trying to get get stuff cracking, man. Well, I, I you yeah. know, one of the things that I gotta give you props on, man. You know, we we had a really good discussion, man, about where we really wanted this podcast to go. You know, um, admittedly, you know, we we kind of talked about how we dropped the ball a little bit this year and didn't didn't hit some of the uh, you know the points that we wanted, but. As of late, man, you know what I'm saying? B done took charge. Like, he on everybody's neck, man. Don't I'm getting call it a comeback. And phone calls and <laughs> shit. Like, bro, what, what you doing? Let's go. We got to get this thing popping. So, uh, I'm excited, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and and it's nothing like having a team of people, man, who want to see people put them batteries in their back, man, so we can go. You know what I'm saying? Great so, energy to be around. Yeah. I swear. Shout out to the listeners, though, man. Uh we posted our podcast with KDEF, the, the one, you know, the the one that was out last week. Yeah. And uh, somebody on our page was like, uh, one dude was like, about time. About time, <laughs> like, bro. And I kind of felt, shout out to uh, F underscore the B. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I kind of felt like. I don't know if that was a mad about time. Nah, it is, bro. Like, like, I've actually got, I got people in the DMs like hitting me like, yo, where's the show, man? What y'all been doing? And so, and honestly, man, you know, I got to be real. I felt it in the numbers that yesterday. We posted it, right? And on a normal, on a normal post, man, immediately, man, we hit 100, maybe 200 listeners, like, as soon as we put it up. Yo, like, I got to the house last night, like, four or five hours in, bro. It was, like, 25 listeners. And I was like, oh, okay, shit. Okay, we got to get the wagon back. I was like, what is really going we, on? We so, out here. 
you know, but we so I got to work last night about, you know, you know I me, mean? I'm up late doing whatever the fuck I got to do. And then so, um, you know, I just started sending, bro, I even sent out the, I sent out a, a, a news blast, everything. I was oh, on wow. one last night. So anyway, okay. the numbers are going up. So we I love those, yeah. those creative highs that you get on, just like what we was talking about with um, our previous guy, like. It'd be like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, shout out to uh, Master of Sounds with a Z. Also, he said, "Nice, been waiting for this." That's what. So <laughs> you know, I kind of felt that you know people were like, "Yo, what?" A, well, that's a good thing though. That means that we are providing good content. Yeah, yeah. And we got we got to stay on our square, man. At the end yeah. of the day, you Quality. can't get knocked off your square, man. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Like about time. Right. <laughs> I was like, okay, homie. <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, rest in peace to Fast Domino. Man. You know what I'm saying? That, that we just lost. If you don't know about Fast Domino, which, you know, a lot of the younger cats may or may not know, mm-hmm. he was a, a rhythm and blues singer, you know, who was out like in like the 50s and the 60s, yeah. you know, around the time when Elvis and them was popping. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Found My Thrill on Blueberry Hill was kind of like the record I know him for, mm-hmm. you know. I, I tell you what, man, I would like to hear some blue, I Found My Thrill on Blueberry Hill sample flips, man. Let's do it. Somebody send some in, man. If you listen to the show, man, Google the song, Google, um, Fats you know, Domino. Fats Domino. Blueberry yeah. Hill. Flip the sample, man, and send it to us, man. We'll play that shit on the, um, yeah. the beat break one of these times, man. So we're yeah. going to see who really, who really bought that life. Yeah. I thought it was dope. He's, um, of French Creole descent and that's where what my family is as well and I just thought that was dope I learned that about him back in college I think we had mm, a project yeah. we had to do and I remember that about him so nice. that probably influenced a lot of his just sound like that's think about dope. that that's dope yeah like I mean you know how it was man back then everything was really blues influenced and so mm-hmm. yeah. um the whole term rhythm and blues and all of that kind of stuff. Like, I don't think I don't think they get enough credit for that, man. You know what I'm saying? No, they like, don't. Uh, two, I agree. in my opinion, two uh, slept on genres of music um, it, for the masses would be the blues and of course jazz, man. Like, we don't we don't we don't credit that enough. And I'm gonna tell you what's really crazy about jazz for me, cause I'm a rhythm guy, man. Like, I really really dig drums and I love I love uh, you know patterns and shit. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people don't realize, man, that those uh, thirds that people are using now, where they just like shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Them are jazz. Them are jazz rhythms, yo. So and nobody really knows where it's coming from. Like we just feel music. So we don't know how to say, yo, I studied that or I, you know. This was from 1940. Right, and the so, truth yeah. is, man, like right now, the Migos are probably one of the biggest groups in the world, man, and they out here using jazz rhythms, which is crazy, because everybody just call it trap and some other shit. We done made yeah. up all kind of new right. names for it. <laughs> but the truth is, if you was to put the right type of accompaniment to go along with those rhythms, man, you probably have some of the craziest jazz sounds in the world, man. So yeah. shout out to the Migos, man. He does come up with uh, Terrence Martin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm saying, bro, like, believe me when I tell you if Terrence Martin and the Migos did some shit, bro, that should be world renowned and there'll be a Grammy coming with that one. Guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. On my mama. That's what's up. Yeah, That's what's up. So, you know, a shout out to Fast Domino, you know, y'all just a legend. Want some nerd shit on y'all real quick. That's <laughs> listen, we got listeners there that need that. Need that. that love that. So need that. shout out to me. I also want to give a, give some prayers and shout out to, in my opinion, a legend in this podcast game, uh, Combat Jack, who um we found out uh is battling uh, prostate cancer. And I'm just gonna tell you, like, I think indirectly, 
we wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for Combat Jack because, you know, he kind of like was one of the first urban hip hop influenced podcasts. Mm. I know for me, I was on you about doing the podcast for like a year. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't know I was going to be the co-host, but I was on him about, about doing the podcast mm -hmm. because I was a podcast head and I became a podcast head by first listening to Combat Jack podcast. Mm -hmm. And of course, he has a lot of speaker network, you know, and I think he's he's real cool, man. Um, I, I met him at A3C a couple of years ago. Mm. Real cool dude. And, and he's always a lot of these podcast people, man, are so funny that they don't like to um, really give shine at the podcast they don't want yeah. to like mention it's really weird but he's the opposite mm -hmm. and if anybody could be that way it could be him but he's like really embraceable yeah. like nice. everybody's podcast well i think that's you know i think that's evident by just creating a network for it like yeah. the loud network is loud you know it's, network, yeah. it's pretty much something that you know it's probably his way of just creating a space for what he's really dope and what he's what he's dope at and believes in so that's so, crazy, man. Yeah, shout yeah, so out to Combat Prayers for him. Hashtag uh, Combat Cancer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Prayers go up, go up to Combat Jack. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, a lot of good music. Uh, well, a lot of music dropped. It'll be up to up to y'all to determine if it's good or not. But a lot of music has came out uh, last week. Young Dolph dropped his album. I think it's called Thinking Out Loud. Mm -hmm. Pretty decent. I listened to it. I don't know if y'all heard it. I like it. Um, I heard some of it. It's decent yeah I'm, i still I, it needs to grow on me i'm gonna listen to it a little more yeah i like it like he had a couple bangers on there yeah. um may note uh party and pain project drop yeah mm -hmm. um, which i thought it was cool you know one of Mayno's better projects in my opinion um young thug and future dropped their album super slime mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and then keisha cole 1111 album drop you know what I'm saying? Y'all heard any of that? I heard some of the Keisha Cole one, man. The first three tracks banging. <laughs> I said, listen. The, 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 hey, the, crickets. No, listen. I ironically saw the, um, I don't really watch the reality shows that much, but I came across, I was at the homegirl's house, and she, we were watching the, the Love and Hip Hop, and she was on there. And I was like, man. And simultaneously, it was time that she, you know, released her album and everything. So... Yeah, we'll know. see what she talking about. Yeah. I, I like the feature track. I, I think the the one track with um with uh what's their name uh, with Remy Ma and and uh, the, uh French Montana, which came out a long time ago, came out almost a year ago. That shit still bang. That's a hard song. I'm surprised Epic didn't put more money in that to blow that song up because that song is like a winner. You know what I'm saying? But. I don't know. It is. Don't be. Hey, hey. I wonder what the the title like means to her. Like, I really I'm interested in that because I know like you know people always say eleven eleven make a wish and all that. It's like angels. Eleven is my like my number. I'm okay, really big my number 11. is three one two, like okay. three twelve or for some reason I always see that. But my number. <laughs> I don't have no number. My I'm, number is the number. No, literally my. Numbers. That's my. I'm obsessed with eleven. My company's called Eleven Ways. The you know. numbers three, one, two, all the time, and it's really I'm weird. Like R&B group. <laughs> free game. Free game. <laughs> but no, she said. Look, for this past year, I've been seeing eleven, eleven constantly, and to my understanding, you're aligned spiritually with your destiny. Okay. And everything that is meant to be in your life is happening at the right time. The timing is right. Everything is right. Reset is definitely cohesive with that. That's Keisha Cole said that to okay. uh, Wrap Up Magazine. That's but um, yeah, shout out to uh, H Money. Uh, Danger's on there. Uh, Amadeus is on there. Mm -hmm. Bongo, by the way, is on there. French Montana. Uh, 
too yeah, short. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She had a song with too short. Nah, listen, before everybody like start throwing hams at me, like in my opinion, the producers are drummer boys on pretty there. much always dope on these projects. I think the I think the disconnect for me is when um certain artists in my opinion are trying to be relevant and they're doing things that just don't make sense to me music for their okay right it's like dude some people's brand is like really made to be what it is if you're a real deal crooner you don't need to dumb your music down to be on no like auto-tuned out trap music yeah. type shit like that's ridiculous keep it like, consistent yeah like i honestly you know what i'm saying I, in my opinion even beyonce is like really close to crossing that line sometimes for me and i'm like she don't even you, need to you don't even need to do no shit yeah. like yeah. that like your shit's so crazy like the people love you for what it is you know yeah. what i'm saying now i'm not saying i'm not saying we're not supposed to stay relevant mm -hmm. you gotta find that relevancy right. in all music but that's what i was thinking about that actually last night about like chris brown and just his like career and we were talking about the 45 um track list and everything mm -hmm. and more so just i feel like the amount like we've been talking about it for a minute and i've just been thinking about it. i'm like that kind of devalues it a little bit because yeah. it's like dang like i'm i could play that somewhere and we're almost tired of listening to his voice or something mm -hmm. you know like it's just so much and then also just he could be like just in a completely different space right and he's kind of you know still tapping into the streets and doing stuff that he doesn't even have to do you right. know what i'm saying so. yeah i mean i personally just wish that we could um just kind of let the genres breathe again you know what i mean like right now yeah. it's just and, and i appreciate music kind of um bending genres yeah but I hate it when it's obvious that like a singer just don't want to sing right now. He's too busy trying to keep up with the rappers. With what's or, going on, right. Or the rappers just don't want to rap. They too busy trying to sing. It's like, dude, pick a lane, let's run it. And you know, but, but who am I? You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, the masses are really what's kind of deciding all mm -hmm. of this. But um, I saw something yesterday, man. I can't remember who said it, man. It was on djbooth.net, but there was a, a rapper or, or an artist of some sort that was saying that in fact, I think he said it on the, uh, uh, Elliot Wilson and the, the Rap Radar Show. Something about like, you know, the, the music game is no longer about that. It's about content and bullshit relationships or some shit. It's like people are really just working to be relevant as opposed to being really dope. Mm -hmm. And they just not giving, they're just not giving the dopeness. And the creative the side. The, the creators the are point, like, yeah. right. So, yeah. So we're, we're, yeah. So I agree with that. I feel like me being a creative director, I have a hard time establishing my role sometimes when I'm working with different artists and stuff because they're focused on, okay, let's just get in and out, you know, with this producer or with this situation or whatever the the project is. And I'm like, well, you know, this could have been a whole dope situation had you put that time into that it in that time. way, you know? Right. Exactly. Like, a lot um, the energy. You know, we're going to have a, a special guest on the show today. And in his interview, you know, he talked about how it took him months just to do something as simple as make, not even simple, I, I hate to dumb it down, but something as his drum um, kits. Like drum kits. Like he, he's taking months to make his drum kits. And so to me, I already know that those drum kits are going to be fired because anybody that will put that much time into it, it's like, dude, I know I'm going to get something special out of this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I just, that's where I'm at, you know what I'm saying? Like, call me old school, call me whatever you want. I just, I still believe in having um, an incredible, um, you know, an incredible level of, 
you know, just creativeness into what we're doing. Like, if yeah. we lose that, then what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if we're just going to do the copy shit from now on, like, we can just become a Xerox company and keep it moving. <laughs> can we right. take a little, a little, hey, my can we, man. Can we take a little a left turn detour here? Yeah, take a look. In this convo, because it's kind of like a hot button for me, which you kind of just mentioned mm -hmm. in terms of, uh, and I hope I articulate this properly because I'm real passionate about this yeah. point right here. We're talking about how the content is what's king now. Getting the BS relationship, mm -hmm. you know, and we wonder why reality stars are winning. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We see the Cast Me Outside girl just signed with Atlantic. Mm -hmm. She had a song chart her first week. Right. Chart, like right away, right? Right. And I mentioned this a couple of times on social media that people would know, you know that, that phrase, uh, hard work would be talent when talent don't work hard? Mm -hmm. It's like, instead of complaining, the talented folks got to catch up. Whether you like it or not, whether it's good or bad, the level of content is, sorry, the quantity has stepped up. Whether it's a bad or good, that's the reality of it. Right. So you have to out. These people with no talent are outworking the people who want to sit home and perfect the little snares yeah. and get you the be right mix on. And listen, no, and man, no, no, no have yeah, a good argument, let's have a good argument because I'm about to go even further. And make okay, people, nah. I'm about to make folks even even more matter because I got some engineers looking at me in the room right now. But people don't even give a fuck how you how to mix sound. You over there trying to even mix the shit right, and people they don't care. Brian, the mixes, Brian. the mixes sound like shit. Brian, but they are winning because they're put. Listen, the people who are talented and dope are too slow. But, but and don't thing. sit back and like, complain not, me, because you're not winning. You got to catch up. No, but let period. Me, let me speak. Too let, slow. Let, okay, all right. So, <laughs> too slow, right. and, and it's just like it's not 2013. <sighs> no all right, yeah. You got to right. put in that work. Put the music out. I felt that passion. Like I felt that in my soul. Like you know. I mean, because listen, <laughs> I, I, I'm dealing with people, you know, artists, nah, listen, producers, I respect that. I respect and, and they're it. slow. Listen, man, listen, there's, this is the Fuck problem. Let me just Be efficient. It. There's, this is the reason why we see so many swings in the record business, because you're sounding, and rightfully so, you're sounding like the business slash A&R slash let's get the record outside of the business. There's two sides to this shit. And so, yes, you're right. In order to meet a deadline, you know what I'm saying? You got to get the weirdo out the studio so we can put the damn record out. I get that. But there's also a there's also a fine line of that shit. Like, okay, cool. If there's a deadline and we didn't meet it, meet it and there's money on the table, I understand that we got to put a certain thing into play. But I'm not, I don't give a damn who you are, man. Like, even Michael Jackson and some of the greatest, man, they did not waste the the talent and the energy and the work that went into and it chasing yeah, the, like the chasing wrong the way bullshit. like yeah. honestly dude like okay you might be, say it's important be, be underrated man nah, so and so man. so and so was dope how come he ain't blow it okay well nah, he back. it's about being but efficient see, you gotta that. be both and let's like, just keep it 100 everything that's out here that's trash is not necessarily winning you know what true. i'm saying like let's keep it real man like some of this shit man last about 90 days dog and it's out of here <laughs> trial you know what i'm saying trial very period. few of these projects are going out the door and just come you know continuing to win and i guess gotta be honest it's a couple of them that are on top man that like you know it was a money grab bro and like the money grab right now is winning you gotta, get in where you fit in, you gotta get in where you fit in, man. You gotta you gotta figure it out. You can't just sit back and like. And that's the that. thing, like if everybody well, focuses focuses on their lane. It is a good topic. I mean, then, I can't. I can't. I'm just tired like, of the bullshit, man. I'm just tired of like of of dope people not winning because they just 
don't work hard enough. I just put it's this on Instagram a few I, I, weeks I, ago. Y'all support talent. Uh, y'all don't support sa- talent. Y'all support popularity. And right. that was something that stood out to me, too. I'm like, well, dang, like, it's people who, right. you know, just ride in the wrong wave type of thing. Like and the artist that I was talking about earlier, th- mm-hmm. to go along with what you're saying, this artist Russ, y'all mm-hmm. you familiar with him? Yeah. That's who said it. He said the record industry is rewarding connections and fuck shit over talent. <laughs> So Say man, that. like what I know you where you're coming from and I get it, but let's just be completely, are you completely fulfilled right now with the music that comes out? Are you fulfilled? Like it's a real question, not a not an industry question. Like do you ride around the way you rode around in the 90s and the 80s and the, and the early 2000s? Hell, I would say even up to 2010, I was still fulfilled by awesome projects that were coming out bro the last five years nigga like i can't remember nothing that i got in my tape deck that's been there for longer than 90 days i definitely agree i haven't heard anything that's timeless and it's a lot like i feel like 90s 2000s it was more it was warmer right like just the industry was warmer so now it's just like a lot of cold shit coming out like you got whatever and people like xxx and like stuff like that and all this stuff and it's just like yo like I don't know, man. It's a good argument. 2017, like, we just said last week, you can rewind the tape. We just said last week how, how good of a year this is for music. Some great projects came out. Yeah, this they're year. great projects. Some great music. Tyler, great cre- Tyler, Tyler created Flower Boy is great. Future Hendrix is a great album. There's a difference between great and quality. Yeah, but like, okay, so you Damon like the top. 10 or 20. SZA, which great and they're album. also very popular. Be, like, let's just talk about the realness Big of this Sean, shit. Big Sean, I decided. Bro, good album, let's just very be good real. Album. We talked about this too the other day, man. It's shit like when, when Kendrick Lamar's album, which I'll probably get cussed all the way out, to me, it was a great album, but it still was a fairly average album. When that album is still in the top 20, on the charts all year long, bro. Like you just can't tell that's me. Like they're just recycling the same twenty to forty records, and artists. There, that's who's really winning. We're what, not talking about. What's your solution? Then? What's your, what, what do you? What do you My think should be done? My solution is they should it. slow the fuck down and let people do shit the way it should. Who is be they? Done. The market? Because no, the market, I, the market supply and demand. The bit. The market's not gonna slow down. Yeah, I'm it's not, not gonna talking slow about down. the market per se. Because the truth is, the market will get what you, fuck you give them. If the, you, the problem but, is. The problem is we've all jumped on this train. Yes, uh, exactly. Let me cut this record in my room. I agree. Right? <laughs> you put this shit out Friday. I and, think. And, that, and that's the point. You said everybody just stop. Guess what? It's gonna be more bullshit come out if the oh, people stop. Because we ain't gonna, look. Supply and demand is gonna be there. So, all, and as a matter of fact, that's slow the down the why. supply and demand or something. You can't like, slow that down. It's <laughs> economics one on one. You can't slow down supply and demand. No, the market's gonna okay, put it like this. People, like it's this, gonna be though. more bullshit to come up. They're gonna sign more cash on your side, girls. I think we kind of talk about two different things, bro. Because you got projects that came out that I do feel are amazing, and I feel like they did take their time. You know what I'm saying? Childish Gambino shit was incredible. Oh, I love fucking uh, Khalid. Khalid shit right Khalid now came out is this incredible. Year. The shit is dope. You know, and even future shit, some of it was H- incredible. Hendrix was incredible. But man, this last shit, what was that? That was money grab, dog. Whatever Super that slime? shit. Fucking that shit, man. Yeah. I mean, but I'm just saying on some real shit, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm going to get blacked out. <laughs> hey, it could have been better. I, I was looking, for, I was looking I forward to that project. Shit. It could have been a little I better. I mean, listen, I love him and I, and I would love to work with him, but come on, get the fuck out I of here. I just think, I I just feel like we've come a long way from where music used to be to now, and there's a different standard and expectation of what is great, you know? Yeah. And 
we I, moving differently because of it. I still feel like though, y'all. I just I'm kind of my sorry, point, man. You, like we, we can't let the, we can't let the trash music win. We can't let that happen by just sitting back and being slow. No, it's not about slow, bro. Listen, it's really a the Cash Me thing. Outside girl is putting out a song every week. I notice, and it's like. She's now, outworking a lot of my talk rappers. About the Catch Me Outside girl. She signed to Atlantic podcast, Records, dog. man. They got a machine behind her. I She's can't working. Give that too much energy. I'm not even going to talk about that bullshit <laughs> machine neither. That's some bullshit, man. They control it, so you, got, you, you can't ignore what you, can, you, can, you can't ignore Listen, your industry my, that you operate in. That's you. your industry. You, you can't ignore a major I'm label. I'm telling you now that the industry is not about to be what you think it is. Cardi B is working her ass off and getting all this press. She's getting all this. She's working her butt off. She's out. She's outworking these people, man. She's you know, outworking I, them. I can't even talk to you right now, man. Fuck and out the of reason here. I can't is because none of them motherfuckers are gonna be here in a few minutes. They here like right they now, just gonna though. get replaced with another motherfucker that's like. And and meanwhile, five the, minute hot. And meanwhile, the dope rappers gonna be back bitter, talking about some man. Dang, do, 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 dang, do, do. I just think go make the, some fucking music, man. The formula, the formula has just changed. All right, that's so know? according to Brian. Go and put out some fucking trash for us so we can love you. That's what you're saying. I say that. I say put out good Yo, music. What? You can't Figure put out good music in, in 15 minutes, though, bro. Like not 15 minutes, but you gotta oh, you gotta figure shit. You gotta figure it out, man. Like nah, stop can, trying man. to like tweak. Oh, well, we gotta wait because I gotta just you know you don't gotta wait because somebody out there. I'm killing gonna it. continue tweaking. Fuck that. Okay, shit. we'll see. I'm not worried about that shit. Like at the end of the anybody, day, anybody, anybody deal with me, now, anybody I okay, deal so with. Okay, so what would you say? Like, okay, for instance, let's take Big Crit for instance. Now we know that he's got an album coming out. You know what I'm saying? The album is called Forever Is a Mighty Long Time, mm -hmm. and it took a mighty long fucking time to cut this album. Two years. Of I don't work. have nothing to do with that. I don't know. What I, you mean? Cause like what you saying? My is, point is no. Let me talk, man. Let me talk, man. Shit. Talk. Go ahead, Just man. Just two seconds. Two seconds. Go ahead. Oh man. God. It's much respect and love, though. You know. Nah, go ahead, man. I'm listening. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, what what I think we're we're talking about two different things, bro. Cause to me, the release date is when the shit it hits the street. It's it has nothing to do with the time it took to make it. I don't I don't see the point in that. Like, bro, just because. Future goes and does nine albums in a year does not make that the standard to cut in records. That means Future is from smarter. A business, from a business perspective, what business standpoint, man? Because we can't, we can't, we can't. We're not talking business right now. We're talking creativity, and we're talking like, uh, like the 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 um the worth of the music, man. Like what's in this shit? Listen, five years from now, one album a year is gonna be super slow. You, you can't, you're not gonna be able to survive putting out one album a year five years from now. Mark my words. Drake is fucking putting out one damn album a year. It's still relevant. Five years from now. No, it's, it's a formula. It's a formula. Every four years, kills it. Okay. and Jay Z come out whenever he feel like it. Like you know, Beyonce, they all still <laughs> okay. here, bro. He hey, listen, like do what y'all think is right, but I'm telling you. I'm telling you, five years from now, one album a year is not gonna cut it. I mean, but, but, but you know what? It's I not gonna cut it, man. We're not talking about that. We're talking. I'm about talking about strategies music. to be I'm successful. I'm talking about quality over quantity. That's you can put up. I'm talking about quality over quantity. I'm talking about quality and quantity. That's that's it. You have to have quality and quantity moving forward. You you, you have to, and you gotta don't say well you can't. Yes, you can't figure it out. If you don't figure it out, man, you need quality music and high quantities moving forward it's, to win. It's I mean, really spoiling us too. You. Like we're really spoiled. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas just be coming out with stuff. Like we're listening to. There's right. new music like, every to day. To me right like, now, Brian sound like the dude that complained on a plane. <laughs> no, oh, don't bring plane, that up. Like you going somewhere in ten minutes. 
You know, it take you four hours to get across the so world. But you're laughing, but y'all laughing, team. but I will bet my life. Trust me, I'm telling you. Oh, I'm not complaining. Nobody. Because remember, remember, the remember what I said. No, what I said to start. I say, listen, Yo. whether it's good or bad, whether it's good or bad, because. Bruh. No, listen. I'm just Bruh. telling you. Listen, man. Let's stick to the let's stick to the topic though. The I'm topic sticking is, to the topic. The topic is quantity over quality. It's not. That's not a topic. Who said what that was a topic? Who, that's who what it is. That? It's you're who saying said that? hurry up and put music out. I'm saying I said quantity take your time and, and get your music right and then put it out. That's all I'm saying. Like I'm saying that there's a lot of shit. Yeah, it comes out every week, boy, but this shit be trash, man. Like let's just be one. Listen, I said all I had to say. I, I have enough documented to so I don't gotta keep debating because I have document? enough documents. No, I'm saying in this in this like segment, we got matching documents, bro. Like you named about you can name no, what five I'm saying people is that, that rush it. I can name five people that take their time. Okay. And listen, I think they both are. Let's just see what happens in the future. Let's just see what happens in the future. No point intended. Yeah, for well, future gonna drop by ten records in the next future. So let's we just, know let's just what see happens how, in how the next works, future. Man. I'm just saying okay, let's just see how it works. <laughs> let's just see. Bet. Moving right along. Cool. <laughs> well, we was gonna do the segment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what we was talking about? Okay, let's go. Let's do what's what we talking about. What's yes. in your phone? What's in your let's phone? Let's go. Let's see what's in your phone, man. I'm gonna need you to play one of these uh, microwave records for me, right quick. <laughs> Forty-five seconds. Microwave records. Bing records. You know, some keep people laughing. don't have microwaves, keep, keep even in this day. I bet y'all won't be laughing me a couple years from now. I promise y'all, y'all won't. <laughs> I promise you. Okay, I won't. Man. I promise you, man. I'm a, I'm a, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Well, I, you know, one thing I can't argue with, I know what though, I'm talking and about. I, I, I'm not. That was never my argument. Is that music is moving along at a very fast pace, but mm -hmm. that still doesn't justify to me some of the shit people putting out. And I'm not judging nobody because honestly, bro, anybody like if you're a guy, who, I, you might see, be into this. That shows you. That shows you how what I got twisted up. I, that, what I said was some people into the that good shit. people who make good music. Stop letting this trash come out because the trash is going to win because y'all letting them Let me tell you what I mean when I say trash, though. What I mean when I say trash is when I'm listening to... No, no, listen, man. When I'm when I'm listening to the radio, bro, you know what I'm saying? Used to be a time that I did not have to touch my volume knob on the radio because we had a fucking standard. There was a standard of a certain mix. Your shit had to be plus four in the mix as far as DBs are concerned, and your shit had to be mastered and sounding a certain way. If you ever got to turn your knob in your car, bro, somebody putting out trash. They don't fucked up the standard. We don't have people it no don't more. You, I say people don't care. I told you engineers might get mad, but people don't care about that mix you. I mean, I still think you should make a good What I'm saying is that, like, unfortunately, man, people, these kids don't care. They put out all kind of bullshit mixes, man. And not saying you should do that. You yes. should have it mixed properly. But what I'm saying, though, is that, like, let's just get to it, man. You got to get to it. Like I, I, I lived on this. We lived here for a minute. You got to get to it, man. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. All right. Welcome so. to the Free Game Producer Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever think I'm going to hold back a bottle in the pen, I mean, it's, it's all good. Not gonna I appreciate it. So what's in your no phone? Trash. No trash. <laughs> we, we're talking about like, and I hope we don't get in trouble for this, man. I know we, uh, our, our audio guy, I mean, our video guy, uh, Paul, was like, yo, don't play no music. So we might have to, you, might not, to you, you might not be seeing this on YouTube. But really, even on SoundCloud, we, we talked with uh, Deborah Manis Garner, our sample queen, and she was saying we make and do a little fair use because we're only going to play a few seconds of the songs. But fuck it. I mean, I just want to just see how what happens if we play some music <laughs> because we uh, we sit around and have these discussions. You know, we just had a little heated debate about music. And I thought it would be interesting just to kind of play what's in our phones right now. You know, mm -hmm. 
some of our most played songs. So we're gonna go around uh, Travii and uh, Willpower is gonna play some stuff that we've been listening to lately. Bet. And up first is Travi. What you got All for right. me? All right. So I've been on the super slimy um, wave or whatever, trying to trying to see if it's gonna grow on me or not. And for those of you that don't know, this is um, Future and Thug's project that they just released mm -hmm. like last week. Um, and one I've been listening to on there, number 10, For the Gang. Okay. I'm gonna play it. I get big high. This a big guy. Yeah. Yeah. Fur. Gotcha. Production wise, it's lit too. We don't never step a red lights at night, nigga. Nah. We don't never step a red lights at night, nigga. No. Two letters of P and J. Yeah. That's fuse on that beat. Yeah. Two letters of P and J. Follow my flights, nigga. I'm drinking a beer for day. No, I'm rocking my ice, nigga. You see my plane with tick. Cost Jerry Rice, nigga. I spent over 80K this last night, nigga. Duff can't get in my way. Don't leave the hype, nigga. It won't get in trouble, so take that off. But yeah, that was fused though. Fused that was fused on yeah, the beat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that shit was hard. That's super dope. Yeah, let's yeah. see. If the album would have been full of those, I would have loved it because that, that, that's mean? how um, Future's self-titled album was. Yeah, beats like that all yeah. the way through. All the way through. But I just thought, you know, yeah. But yeah. that that was dope. I like that song. I also liked um, that song on there. Killed before I like that. I like that Kill song. Before I like Paydeck Water and Mink Flow. That's probably the best song on there to me. Is Mink Flow. Okay. Mike Will made it track. Oh that's, yeah, that's probably the best Got one on there. But other than that, there. you know. Um, what you got in your man? What you what you listening to, player? I'm listening to a lot of stuff, man. But I've been stuck on this song for months, man. From uh, G Perico. Um, get my gets my stats. Oh, I've been yeah, stuck yeah, on that yeah, song yeah, like yeah, for yeah, he's cold. You got pass him for a very for a very very long time. And this is, this is independent, so this probably won't get us in trouble. I, I will hope not. It's independent, but whatever. Oh, man. But I'm only going to play a little bit of the song. But, yeah, it's called Gets My Stacks. That's, and I just found out that you, I didn't know you uh, had a chance to link with him. Yeah, man, I did. Ago. And I, I, I hit you up about it, but at the time, I guess he wasn't like. Yeah, uh, I didn't know who he was back then. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't remember that conversation, by the way, but. But yeah, I, well, it was like back in. Um, 2016. It was last year. Yeah, it was last year. Because you were there yeah. last year. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Oh, it does. Yeah. Listen to that, man. See, that's what happens when the engineers pull up. They get yeah. they get a strength. Shout out to Denver Moon in the, in the building back there. What up, Denver? Yeah. You good, homie? Supportive energy. <laughs> my God. That didn't work. No, it will, because my phone is it's kinda it's kinda disabled. So you gotta yeah, hold well, it. We, we butchered way. the shit out of this segment, y'all. This is this is our first time doing this segment, but I think it's you know, we got we see potential. All right, so I'm gonna cheat a little bit. You got some, uh, some, some. Oh yeah, I got. I'm gonna play an exclusive, man. Like this is in my phone right now, cause by the time you hear this, hear this podcast of uh, Big Chris album will be out. Yeah, it will be. Bad. And so, Willpower got some songs on there. Yeah, I got some joints on there. Yeah, I'm a part. Uh, yeah, I got quite a few. I'm a, I'm a part of five different records on there. So nice. Um, If this chemistry we got is ever last Excuse me, shout I saw you pass. How about we get stuck together like we off in traffic? Even yeah. if you ratchet, are you classy? You classic. Asking if the chemistry we got is ever last. If the chemistry we got is ever last. If this chemistry we got is ever last. If this chemistry we got is ever last. 
It's I know this sound like one of those love songs. Perhaps it's on time since all the love's gone. And we trap it, I trap it, I. But you don't like it hot because you don't know what they rap about nine days. I don't know either. But I ain't like most people. All right, that's all I'm going to give today. So, all right, so go pick up that, that Big Crit double album yeah. now, if you oh, hadn't yeah, already. Man, please the big homie got some work on there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, that joint's called Everlasting. Um, you produced, let's talk about that. Because so, since by the time they hear this, it, it'll have been out. You produced some songs with some heavyweights on there. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, Yeah, I was. I, well, I got my own production on two records. And okay. then I'm like co-producer slash arranger and other different things all over the project. Um, I was a part of five different records on there. So, and, and luckily, man, one of them is called Big Bank okay. uh, with T.I. I'm also a part of one called, um, uh, man, I forgot the name of it, but it's with CeeLo. Okay. And um, and I'm also a part of uh, the, the joint that just came out, uh, Keep the Devil Off. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, man, I mean, I, for me, I was just glad to be a part of the whole process, man. So, you know, I was with him for two years working on the album, so... I, I, you know, I already know what's about to happen when it hits the streets. So, and it's a double album, which is really cool, cause like the first album, the Big Crit album, is the classic Big Crit shit, and then the second album is more like his. It's called Justin Scott, which is his real name. So, you know, you can imagine it's probably a little more grown and sexy. Yeah. So, you know, that's, but that's, cool. that's coming. Nice. I'm gonna switch it up. So, I'm, I'm a, that G Prigo <laughs> it wouldn't work. So, I'm gonna try uh, this Belly song, Make a Toast. Run it. That I like to play a lot. Probably played this song more times in the last week. Now, if this don't work, I'm just <laughs> gonna. If this give don't up work, Brian segment. has been uh, butchered out this out this uh, out this segment. meet the plug with the forty on me. I turn the paper into birds, call it origami. Fuck a wave, I'm the whole tsunami. Armani on my body, like I know the goddies. Eight o'clock in the evening, I ain't even ate. Lead a fucker four, four even eight. Trying to keep the faith, sleeping late, but I always deviate from the love. Players Club, no Lisa Ray. I don't want to get in trouble yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah, that gives me a dope, yeah, like but, a cool vibe. Yeah, I've been bumping belly a lot, so. All right. Um, yeah, we got a special guest, man, today. Yeah, special guest. Um, you know. Yeah, decal, man, coming on the show, man. One of my favorite producers, man. Um, not really like critically known yet because he's still kind of like the underground guy that's like fighting the system to keep the music like on some old creative shit yeah and so he's like super super dope like really i wouldn't even say slept on as much as i would just say not really recognized yet yeah um anybody though that picked up the join the lucas album you heard his work he produced like the uh, number one track on there maybe the first and the, the first last single track, if we have first and last track on there yeah. And, yeah and the first single as well so um and man, like honestly, like he's got a really dope story because he's been hitting the charts. Like he hit like number six on the Billboard charts with a independent, independent project that like yeah. nobody even knew. There was no label. There was no a whole bunch of stuff. So he did some real cool shit. And um, so his name is Decap. It's uh, at Decap Music on all the social media. So check him out. But his interview is super inspiring, man. And uh, we asked him some really good questions. And um, we hope y'all enjoy that shit. Um, Again, thank you for checking out the podcast. Yeah, thank you for checking you know us out. You know what I'm saying? We just now getting back in the swing of things. We got our, yeah. new, our new host with us, you know what I'm saying? Travi on deck. So um, y'all just stay tuned, man. We're going to get better. Peace.
Welcome back to the Free Game Producer Podcast. We got a very, very uh, special guest on the line. It's funny because the last week or so, we've been just bumping these beats around the office, yeah. you know, <laughs> and we're like, who is that? Who is that? And he's like, I should get him on the show. And then I, of course, did my research and found out he's a dope producer's work with like uh, Jordan Lucas, um, To Live Kwali, yeah. um, Smoke Dizzy. I heard a joint where Worst of 5'9 was on there. I mean, Ro- he's real Ro dope. James. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's welcome uh, Decap to the show. How you yeah. doing, sir? What up, yo? Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yo, it's a long time coming, man. Um, I met you in person, man. I would say maybe three or four years ago, on a uh, while I Standard was out in San Francisco, and I was kind of uh, traveling with an artist that I was working with, and uh, we ended up doing like a panel together or something, man. And um, you know, you just had super dope vibes, man. And over the years, you know, what I'm saying I've been seeing you come across my timeline. I've been seeing the, the dope kits and everything and all that good stuff, man. I was like, yo, this dude is crazy, man. So uh, welcome man, to the I show, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, welcome to the show, my brother. Uh, let's go. Man, let's do I, it. Thank you for having me. Well, man, so if you would, man, like uh, give us your origins, man, and, uh, you know, talk talk a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I understand you're from uh, New Hampshire sure. originally. Is that correct? Uh, sorry, can you say that again? So I understand you're from New Hampshire. Is that, did I get that correct? Yeah, man. So I, I grew up in Nashua, New Hampshire, which is uh, it's a small town just north of Boston. It's about 45 minutes north of Boston. Okay. And uh, since I was maybe like, I, I mean, I, I, I basically started producing when I was 13. Oh, wow. Uh, my first piece of gear, I had a Boss SP202 sampler. Wow. And uh, HR16 drum machine and, wow. uh, and Cool Edit 96. So, um, so that's kind of how I started out. I, I know some of you guys like that. Nice. That's dope. That's really dope, man. Yeah. So maybe that's what explains the, you know, the craziness in the drum programming. Because, bro, you had to be really dope to freak them, uh, that, that rolling machine, man. <laughs> oh, man, I appreciate that. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I also understand that you were rapping at first with the group. Was it the Young Tribe, according yeah. to your Wikipedia? Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny that they got that in there. Yeah, I, um, I, uh, I, I started rapping. I was in this group um, with a bunch of cats who were at my junior high, Nashua. Uh, what was it? Elm Street Junior High <laughs> in Nashua. And, uh, <laughs> and we had a rap group. There was nine of us. And the problem was we didn't have beats. So we were just rapping on uh, instrumentals. Wow! So that's kind of when I I, I I picked up the gear. I, I wanted to make some beats for us to rap to, nice. and uh, and then you know my love for beats kind of took over, and uh, and I wasn't rapping so much. Nice. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, so I, what I've noticed about your career so far, man, is that you seem to be the guy, man, that knows how to get in early on things like. I was researching you and I saw you did some stuff with Ro James and I also saw that you were like really early on the whole Joyner Lucas movement, man. Um, could you talk a little bit about what it, what it means as a producer, man, to be able to kind of have your ear, you know, to the streets and know when something's hot before everybody else does? Man, I, for one, I really appreciate you noticing that. and. Um... You know, thanks for pointing that out. I don't even always think of myself in that way. But, um, you know, I, I think those situations came about because when I produce an artist, I, I take it on because I'm really inspired by that artist. 
Yeah. And even if they have no following, um, you know, if, if I work with them early, um, a lot of times if I'm inspired by them, then what happens is other people get inspired by them and that's how they start to take off. So with Road James, um, I first heard his stuff back in, in 2013 and I just thought he was super dope. Yeah. And, um, and then we worked together. And uh, so I, I think it's just a matter of um, for producers to just follow your ear, not necessarily what's hot at the moment, but who has potential. Because I think that's the, the way to get in early and, and make music before that artist you know, is discovered and uh, and to kind of come up with that artist and to um, make dope music together. Dope. Nice. So is, did that, did that uh, mind frame play any kind of role from you uh, relocating to the West Coast? I, I noticed you moved to New York first, I believe, and then to San Francisco. Can you talk a little bit about, like, yeah. you know, your location and why you chose to go out there? So it, it's interesting. I moved to New York because um, growing up in Nashua, uh, New Hampshire, um, you know, the opportunities were, uh, you know, few and far between. I had to really create opportunities. So I always had a dream to, you know, move to the city um, just to be around more opportunities and, uh, um, you know, just to be surrounded by more more action and, uh, and to get more results. When I moved out there, I realized that, you know, no matter where you are, you can make it work. So just to be somewhere that you love and... and and, uh, you know, that inspires you, I think, is the most important. Moving out to SF was actually for different reasons. I, I actually met my girlfriend who lived out here, so I was like, I'm going to give it a shot and move in. <laughs> you, follow, you was following your heart. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It happens, so, right? So I literally followed my heart out to San Francisco. So it wasn't even business-related. Right. But moving here, I loved it, and I just decided to set up shop out here and... Uh, and it's working out well, um, not necessarily because of the business opportunities, but just because I love it here. And it, it's a place that inspires me to create. And I, I realize nowadays, you know, we can really be anywhere and make it work. I, I think that having access to L.A., like I could drive out there in one day and, uh, and get a lot of shit done. Right. Um, so that's helpful. But I would say the majority of my time is spent creating and just being in the studio and uh you know my caves <laughs> yeah and and just really really zoning in and uh and just creating something new uh every day yeah we just, we interviewed a producer uh in austria last week and uh, i didn't even know he was out there he had only been to the u.s i think once or twice but he has all these placements with u.s artists so i get your point about it doesn't matter where you are right. you know in terms of uh your, yeah. your, your uh, production yeah so and th there's definitely value in oh i'm sorry no, no, go ahead, go ahead. Keep going, go ahead. Oh. No, I was, I was going to say there's definitely value in, um, in being close to where there's a lot of business and action in the industry. Um, but I think there's also value in disconnecting and um, really focusing on what you want to create and, uh, and just being in the zone of inspiration. So I, I think both are important. But nowadays with the Internet, I mean, we're plugged in everywhere all the time. So... <laughs> Cool. Um, I was actually, um, I have a question for you, but also I, I happened to come across your Instagram and I was wondering how is it, I noticed that you use a lot of, you do a lot of graphic work or you attach that to your social media a lot. Have you noticed like, I guess from when you started to now, like it's important to work on the visuals and the sound, like I guess incorporating everything as well? 
Definitely. I, I think that um, one thing I try to do is I try to have a strong graphic presence and I, I try to, you know, get images that I like okay. um, to kind of represent my brand because part of, um, part of the transition I've made, and I think I started making it around 2013, um, I, I've always been in a position where I wanted to get placements and um, and really go after placements. That was my dream since I was a kid, mm-hmm. and um, and I've I've achieved a lot of it. But but if you look at you know the majority of what I do now, it's mostly branding myself as a solo artist because I, um, I, I think somewhere in my mind I always just wanted to put out beats, <laughs> and I never thought that it needed to have vocals on it all the time. Right. So, um, search. So I, 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 I like love that. making dope music with artists, but I also love just putting out instrumentals. And I'm a fan of a lot of producers who just put out instrumentals. So I, I think that's a big part of what I do. Yeah. And with that, um, getting back to your question about the graphics, mm-hmm. um, I feel like, um, you know, the cartoon images and, and the different pictures I use yeah. are a fun way I could represent my brand. Yeah, your profile which, uh, pic It, it is doesn't great. put the spotlight on me as a person necessarily, but just the creativity of what I'm putting out there and the imagination of what I put out there. Because that's the, the best part about instrumentals. I feel like it sparks your imagination. Like, you don't need to have words on it all the time. Um, so I use the, the uh, images to kind of spark that. Okay, yeah, I definitely, I saw your, um, the picture you use as your profile pic, and I'm a visual artist, too, and I think it's really dope. Very um, dope. It, like, tells a story or something. I don't know. It's cool. Thank yeah. you. Um, but I, I wonder, appreciate that. Yeah, I was wondering, um, what was it like working on 508-577-2209? Yeah, the Jordan Lucas project. <laughs> <laughs> I barely remember my own phone number. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, I, I'm sorry, you... You said the Joyner Lucas album, right? Yes. Correct. Yeah. Yes. The 508 album. Okay. Yes. Uh, that was dope. Um, I had a good time on that. Um, I, I ended up producing the first track, which was the first single, okay. which was his breakout single after he got signed to the big um, the big deal. I think it was Atlantic. Atlantic, yeah. Um, yeah. And, I, and I produced the last track on the album, which was One Lonely Night. Mm-hmm. And... Okay. Um, and in between uh, the tracks, there were a lot of producers who were a part of my collective um, who used drums at knock and, and the future knock sound uh, in the album. So that was really dope. Um, I really, Joyner Lucas is, is a really good rapper. Yeah. And uh, yeah. since he put out uh, that Ross, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, track, um, I've been a fan of his, his storytelling and uh, he, I have a lot of respect for his artistry. Yeah. Well, I tell you, man, like, I keep up with you in the sense of the fact that, like, to me, you're, like, a leader in the production community as far as, like, um, always educating people and always making sure that uh, young producers and aspiring producers and even, uh, you know, established producers like myself and other people that I know, I get, I gain a lot when I when I watch some of your uh, stories online and I watch, you know, some of the little um, creative ways that you get information out um what drives you to do stuff like that like what what is it that makes you want to give you know back to the community like that man i i love these questions man thank you (laughs) um but i i uh the reason i love to give and um and communicate on my stories and and give knowledge because i i feel like 
you know, I started a long time ago, and if I had more mentors available to me, um, putting out information, like if YouTube was available to me back then, um, I would have got where I wanted to go a lot quicker. And right. not only that, but I feel like to give is to learn. So when I give away ideas, I'm agreeing those in my own mind too. I'm, uh, I'm giving them away so that I can learn them. And right. in helping other people, I feel like there's a fulfillment for me. Seeing right. other people um, be able to improve what they're doing based on my trial and error. Um, I, I just feel a lot of uh, fulfillment in that. So I, I think yeah. that I'm at a point right now where like, I don't really need to prove anything to myself or to anyone else. Right. I'd rather just help people. Yeah. And I, I feel like um, it, it's just a stage I'm at in my life where I, I don't, I don't right. really need to accomplish or prove anything. I, you know, it's like I have this surplus to give. I want to give it away and I want to help. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, like I, one thing that I'm like, um, I, I stand against it is when people say, you know, don't give away this, that, and the third because, you know, you're giving away your arsenal and this, that, and the third. But for me, I, I look at it like with you, you you've given up some of your dopest sounds and some of your dopest drums but like as a producer i know that no matter how many times someone collects your drums from you they can never do what you do because we're all cut yeah yeah you know what i'm saying we're cut differently man and like i just want to say personally i appreciate the fact that um you've you've been smart enough to to know that you know, spreading out your your energy amongst other people, man, is really what makes this whole thing successful in the first place. So, um, man, I I agree with that. And and the other side of it is the the thing I'm I'm I believe in is that as creators, like we can give away our sounds. Like I give away my best stuff with my sounds all the time. Right. Um, but the the thing that I believe, and I think some people don't, is that as a creator, we're always changing and evolving and making something new. So after I give away these sounds, right. I think just the inspiration from, from the act of giving is going to give me more inspiration to create something new. Wow. So I believe in that ecosystem of you give and then you get inspiration so you can create. So wow. I think there's an element of trust for me that I'm not going to like give away everything I have and then be stuck, everyone will steal my sound and I have nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't believe in that. Yeah. I believe that, you know, if we create something fresh and give it away, then something new and fresh will come in and we'll always be on that leading edge. And, uh, yeah. and I believe we all have that capability. I believe every producer does, well, I every think, artist. I, I agree with you. I think that that is an excellent account of confidence, man. Like it shows that you, you've, uh, you've earned the right as a producer and as a creator to to know that you know this is you're, you're beyond the, the desire to hoard things and, and, and keep it for yourself man i think that that's awesome bro um thank you man if i could ask another question y'all cool if i ask some more questions Go ahead. Uh, one, yeah, one of the things that i wanted to get into man is um you're in the you're in the kit business pretty good man and um quite frankly man i agree with the moniker that you have that you have like some of the hardest knocking drums in the game and i for one being a kit collector um i agree so talk to me a little bit talk to our audience a little bit about the business of selling kits and how you got into that and 
what maybe what your goals are or what what your intention was altogether. You know what I'm saying? Man, that's a that's a good question. And uh, back in like 2003, um, I used to post on this forum called Underground Hip Hop, and a lot of guys, wow, you know, came up with me in that time. Like Illmind, M Phases, we were all like, yeah. you know, friends on the forum, and we post post our beats and all that. And there was this guy named Crook, um, who was uh, from I think he's from the Netherlands. Huh. I, I could be wrong about that, but he put on uh, a drum kit. And he was the first I've seen do it. Shout out um, to crew. <laughs> called, I, I, I think it was called Deadly Drums. And I was like, wow, how did he do this? And, uh, and, and since then, there's been a lot of guys who have made dope kits. Obviously, Illmind has been killing it with yeah. the kits. M Phases, I, I really love his drums also. So these are some of the guys who have inspired me. Um, but in 2016, I was just like, you know, there are no kits out there that really have that punch. And I remember being at like certain workshops with a lot of producers who are like, oh, you know, FL Studio hits harder than Ableton or, <laughs> you know, uh, Pro Tools sounds better than this and that. And I'm like, man, I don't believe any of this. I think that if you know what you're doing when you're mixing and, and uh, designing, you can achieve any sound in anything. So, but there was a point where I was, I was just, you know, trying to achieve certain sounds in uh, in different DAWs. And I was like, all right, I, I just have this sound in my head I want to put out there. And I spent months, like, trying to achieve it. Mm. And uh, Drums and Knock came about because I just wanted to put out that kit with that really hard-hitting sound that I haven't been able to find in any other kits. So it came about just out of a passion to try to figure it out. And then once I figured it out, um, I put it out there and it did really well. I didn't even think it was going to do well. Um, I just put it out there because I was inspired by it. But it, uh, it ended up taking off. Really dope, man. And like every series since then, man, has been really jamming. And um, I hope you continue doing it. That I, that I do know. Man, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. So do you have any uh, upcoming projects coming out we can look out for or that you can talk about? Yeah, um... So I've, I've just been in the studio doing a lot of stuff. The last couple months have been focused on Drums That Knock Volume 5. Um, the only downside about uh, Drums That Knock is it's taking up so much of my time. And, uh, and I literally, I spent like two months working on, two months every day working on Volume 5. And it's out now. Um, it's at drumsatknock.com. Mm. Um, so it's taking up so much of my time. I haven't been able to play shows, haven't even been able to produce that much. Um, but now that that's done, I actually just picked up the guitar and I'm learning how to play guitar. Um, nice. I'm going to learn how to play bass, ukulele, um, <laughs> ukulele. <the> next year. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I'm going to just try some different shit. <laughs> I'm going to try some different shit. Um, nice. so as far as projects, I, I have a bunch of stuff I'm working on. There's this new artist, um, well, he's not a new artist. I've known him actually for a long time, and, and I was one of the—I was actually the first producer he worked with. Um, his name is Aziz the Sheikh. Um, we put out a single we just last listened year. To with, <laughs> what's that? We just listened to it, man. We were live on uh, Instagram a few minutes ago, and we were playing some of the stuff off your uh, SoundCloud. Okay. But yeah. go ahead, go ahead, finish the story. Oh, crazy! <laughs> we're you know, inspired. Aziz, what's dope about it is we've been working together a long time, and, uh, and we put out a single last year called Hot Box. 
uh, with no label, no promo, and it ended up number six on Billboard last year. Wow. So we're we're putting out another single in about a week, or on Halloween, uh, called Panic, um, produced by me and Tico. Um, and, and he has an album coming out shortly after that that we did a bunch of joints on. So we're hoping we can get it back from Billboard. Um, no label, no promo, or, you know, indie promo and all that. Um, other than that, um, I've, I've been working on stuff with uh, Locksmith, Zion I, um, Sammy Adams, uh, a lot of different stuff. Um, but also my own solo stuff as well. That's that's probably my most focus. No, that's sick, man. Nice. I will like. Could you uh, tell of our, all of our listeners where we can find anything decap? We want to know websites, where the, websites, social media. the social medias. We want to know where we can go get whatever we need from you. For sure. Um, definitely follow me on Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud. It's at decap music. Um, my main website is decapmusic.com. And, uh, and also, I, I didn't really talk about this yet, but I have a, a collective um, that I started called Future Knock. Um, you can check that out at futureknock.com. And it's, uh, it's a new sound I'm curating with, uh, with a bunch of producers all over the world. Um, and I, I create monthly episodes. Um, so definitely check out futureknock.com too. Yeah, sick. I want to say I heard some of that stuff on the... Um... I want to say I was on your SoundCloud, man, and you got like these long sets that you play. Are those part of the yeah. Future Knock series as well? Yeah, that's a, that is the probably the Future Knock episode you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are dope as hell, bro. So. And, oh man, thank you. I, I actually I take submissions for that. So if anyone listening is inspired by it, uh, you can send me beats to nice. Future Knock Music at Gmail. That's um, nice. Yeah. So I, I try to like you know give producers a chance to, to get their music heard and, and put it out if it's in that box. All right. Well, my man, listen. Thank you for giving us this time, man. This was a very inspiring uh, interview. Um, I'm I'm glad you came on. Yes, sir. Yes, definitely. I feel very inspired. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's super dope. Oh, man. Awesome. So yeah, man. Uh, maybe we can check back in with you, man, sometime 2018. Um, you know, we appreciate you taking the time out, man, to give free game to our listeners, man. Um, you know, and uh, whenever I come out to San Francisco, man, you're the first person I'm going to hit, man. So, um, Man, hit, hit me up anytime you're in town. And I just want to say what free game is doing is incredible. Like, I love what you guys are doing, helping up-and-coming producers, artists. Um, it's really incredible what you guys are doing. So anytime uh, you have a slot, get me up, and I'm I'm 100 percent down. My man, thank all you, right, sir. brother. Thank you, man, and uh, we'll be in touch for sure. All right, all right, all right. Peace. peace. Bye. Peace.